Welcome back to the Happy Pill Podcast. I'm Ursula Yerdan. After an absence from the show, I'm so excited to return. I've got new information, new tools, and new conversations, but with the same purpose. To openly and honestly share the raw truth about our mental health. Let's have these candid conversations. Let's share those impactful healing techniques, and let's do it with some fun. It's time to end the silence and stigma surrounding mental health. Welcome back to the Happy Pill Podcast, friends. Where the hell have I been these past couple of years? That's what this episode is for. Many of you have still been continuing to listen to my episodes. I'm so grateful for that. Thank you. And I am ready to explain where I've been. Where was this podcast? Where was I? Friends, I was getting shit kicked. Yay! Thank you very much. And thank you to COVID for helping in the isolation, you know, helping me to continue to feel depressed. Woe is me. And it is so true. I spent these two years having to shut down, honestly, having to remove myself from the podcast because I was absolutely burnt out. I was totally burnt out. And I had this wonderful new series coming onto the podcast called The Conversations. You may have remembered that the only one that I've had uh, put out so far was with Nicole Pemberton. And it is awesome. It's still getting so many downloads and I love it because her information is just so profound. Well, I had another one that I was ready to post, ready to put up, and I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. My energy was zapped right out. You know, and it didn't help too with the news, you know, all of a sudden it was so much about COVID and the propaganda about COVID, the whether to get vaccinated or not. I'm not here to judge any way you do whatever you feel, but it was so much in into the news and everywhere you turned. And honestly, COVID was very, very hard and it still is hard. It still is plaguing our world and it is such a nasty plague. There are many deaths, many passings, many, many illnesses around the globe. You know, I'm not making light of that whatsoever. I'm just saying it was very heavy information at the time. So that compounded with my chronic PTSD symptoms, which continued to build during this time, because the deeper the healing I was doing, the more my symptoms would be coming up. It was surfacing, resurfacing. And so I actually call this experience a trauma burnout. I had never experienced panic attacks like I had these past couple of years. Now, having said that, I do have dissociative amnesia. So there's a lot of my childhood memories I don't have. So I'm not too sure if I had those kind of panic attacks when I was younger. There's a good chance that I did, but I honestly don't remember. But what happened in 2020 is I started to get them and they freaked the fuck out of me. Honestly, my friends, I was honestly just really scared because I couldn't understand what was going on. I thought my heart and my lungs were going to explode and It wasn't like so much a a physical pain as if I got cut or, you know, broke something, but it was this sensation that, you know, I would have to grab my chest. It was so tight and I, I couldn't breathe and had to sit bolt upright in bed. And I thought, well, that's stuff from like TV shows and movies, but sure enough, that was actually happening to me, you know, and it was like, I had no control 
over my body. And I had no control over my mind because it was completely racing because I couldn't control anything. I didn't know what was happening. So this would go night after night and sometimes multiple times in a night, I would actually have these panic attacks. You know, it was, it was honestly just, just really crazy. It's like, I couldn't breathe, not just my body and my organs couldn't breathe, but it was like life. I couldn't breathe in my life. So I'm going to explain the worst panic attack I had, which happened on Christmas night, 2021. And I had a wonderful holiday season. It was filled with, you know, friends and family. So there was a lot of stuff going on. My partner and I were doing a lot of things for Christmas, you know, inviting everyone and cooking and stuff. And honestly, it was just really nice. I actually quite enjoyed it. You know, kind of during that holiday season as well, you know, there may have been a little bit of THC going on, you know, just a little bit. It's legal in Canada. I'm okay with that. And it's not like I do this stuff a lot, but there are times when I'm just like, I take a little dose, micro dose, sure. And I would take a little dose of THC and I could like just chill, yo. Have you ever experienced that? Like sometimes for me, I would just kind of go, whoa, I'm calming down, dude. And it was just kind of like that little turtle. Dude, this is like so cool. And all of a sudden my awareness would just kick in. It's like, oh man, I get that traumatic moment just a little bit more. That didn't happen to me all the time. And it certainly didn't happen to me on Christmas night. In fact, it did kind of the opposite. Now, I have like friends and family that will do some THC and stuff as well. And they get totally chill. They don't have the panic attacks that I did. Okay, I will admit I did add a little bit of alcohol that night to it. Okay, please don't judge me. It was the holidays. I'm lucky if I drink five drinks a year. Okay, so this is, you know, it's not a lot. And But I think the combination of the two and the fact that they were fairly close together really did a number on me. And it was so crazy. And I wasn't like, hey, dude, man, like, let's just chill. I was like, no, dude, man, what the fuck's going on? Oh my God, I can't understand what's happening. And of course, I had like just watched The Matrix, <laughs> which can really fuck up your mind. And it fucked up my mind. Cause I'm like, is this the real world? Should I be unplugging? What's going on? I need to open up the windows. It's like minus 20 outside and I got to go outside. And literally... Me speaking that quickly was how I was feeling inside. And what I want to share with you, friends, quickly is this introduction of this song by young Charlie called Shadows, because this honestly is a musical representation and his lyrics really hit home of how I was feeling. But I have to tell you, my friends, this episode actually really terrified me. It brought up a lot of fear because those sensations, which started in my brain, this like tingling sensation, I thought, okay, that could be a little bit of a high. 
you know, but also what was happening was that, oh, the tingling started to increase. I could feel it start to come down to my neck, which started creating tension. And then I knew, I was like, no, I have to get on top of this because this is a precursor, a precursor, excuse me. It was a precursor to having a panic attack. So I started drinking my water, you betcha. And then I was taking CBD, pure CBD oil, nothing with any THC in it, just pure CBD oil. Well, that didn't help. This panic started to rise. My whole body was tingling in this tension, in this sensation. I'm thinking of the matrix. I was getting really nauseous. I was like, oh my God, I gotta go to the bathroom. I'm gonna puke. Wait a minute, I might actually have to shit. Which orifice do I have to turn to face the toilet bowl? I don't really know. Maybe I have to do both at the same time. It was just craziness. It honestly was absolutely crazy. And what happened to me is I thought either I am losing my mind, like absolutely, like literally going to lose my mind, go crazy, or I was witnessing myself dying. And I remember saying that to my partner and I was just like freaking out going, oh my God, I think I'm dying. And it freaked the fuck out of me. Honestly, I mean, I can kind of, I can sort of laugh about this now, you know, but when I remember that moment and just the intensity of it, it really was terrifying. And if anyone has had experiences with panic attacks, you know, it is not something that, um, it's not something that you can just easily write out, but it does take practice to understand, okay, what is happening to me? What is happening in this moment? How do I ground myself? Just breathe. This is just a sensation and it's going to move. Well, this was the stuff I was working on with Merle in my MICBT program, which is the mindfulness practice program. But that couldn't happen at that time because I was just so much in panic. And this sensation, that freaking out, lasted three hours. Three fucking hours of this debilitating fear. And it affected my sleep, it affected my eating, my thinking, everything that was happening. That intensity for those three hours was just insane. However, the, the actual panic attack lasted five days five days. It was just crazy. I didn't feel good at all. Like I literally didn't. And there was a moment during that really intense, you know, panic where I just, I was like, that's it. I am done. I am so done. I hit my rock bottom. I don't want to be here anymore. And that is a terrifying feeling as well. When I talked about it with my therapist Merle after he said that was actually a passive suicide moment. And what that means is that I wasn't willing to harm myself to my own death. But say for example, that there was like a train coming by or a vehicle or a bus or something like that. And the opportunity to end my life was there by some other means than self-harm. That's what the passive, um, passive suicide moment or attempt is. So that is scary in and of itself. It really was. My partner and I were honestly talking about calling 911. My truth was, I didn't want to have any more drugs into my system. I thought, I am already at a severe panic. I don't want to add anything more, whether it was to calm me down or not, because I didn't know if it could, right? I've had THC actually calm me down. But if it's just a little bit more, and if I'm just having a little bit of alcohol, it, it didn't work. 
It absolutely didn't work. So that's why I was afraid. I then became so hypervigilant in my practice of presence. What I did for those five days is I had to ground myself intensely. I would focus like on the wall. Is there a picture on the wall? What's the color? What are the images, right? Anything that I would notice, what is the texture? I would notice what I'm feeling, what is in my hands, what's around me, what, what's the clothing? Am I sitting on something? I would notice the temperature of something. When it came to food, I was noticing the flavor. What is the texture of the food? Is it hot? Is it warm? Is it, is it cold? What is this flavor? What is it tasting like? Is it spicy? Is it, is it um, neutral? And I was so hypervigilant for those five days, but it really helped calm me down. It really did. So after that panic attack, this honestly felt like my rock bottom moment. You know, it was, it was so devastating to me at the time. And I remember sitting within those first five days, still with, you know, the panic attack emotions. And I thought, what the fuck? How much more can I take? How many times do I have to hit rock bottom in order for me to get it? And then intuitively the message came to me right away. And it said, as many times as I choose. That was a real wake up call for me because it told me that I was having a choice in these decisions. It was, I was having a choice in my life about, do I want to continue on this path where I'm still having all these major symptoms and I'm activating it even more, or what am I going to choose to make my life better? Do I want to continue to having panic attacks and all these heavy symptoms? No. So what did I end up choosing? I became more diligent in the healing work in the therapy. And what I could understand at the time is I'm sitting within this root now. How far do I have to dig in order for me to rise out of this? And to me, that moment, that Christmas night, that was like, that's enough. And now I am choosing to rise. So where have I been these past two years? freaking out. That's right. That's where I've been. But also during those two years, I've been doing some very deep healing, getting to that core, that root of, of some of my deep seated issues. I'm going to share that in some other episodes in the future because they're very important. I find them very important. So I want to share them. So that's my two years. That's why I had to put the podcast on hold too many, way too many PTSD symptoms. However, during that time, what was so important to me was self-care. Self-care is so vital. It, to me, it is the vital form of healing. And it's important that we do that. We do that for ourselves. So please take care of your mind because your mind matters. Thanks for listening in friends. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you require more support and information on depression, please contact your local healthcare provider, distress center, or in Canada, go to canada.ca and search mental health support, get help.